Welcome back to Saved for More. I am Luke Goodish as always, and I'm going to be off the cuff as always. I don't script my videos. I like to keep this as if you and I are just friends hanging out, having a discussion. You're one of my buddies, and when I hang out with my friends, I don't have a script. And I'm going to move this hair out of my face because it's pissing me off. Um, I don't have a script when I'm talking to my friends. We just sit and discuss. So that's what I want to do with you guys in these videos. But if you do prefer how I write my articles on Save 4 with the number 4, more.com. Um, I can definitely script my videos. I write novels and things like that, so I could do a scripted format. We could play around with that and see. But for now, I find this enjoyable. Hopefully you do too. I'm going to start talking about books a lot more here on the channel because I, I encourage reading. It's something that I think that everyone should uh, get into. And even if you think you were the last person to ever read, trust me, that was me um, just not too long ago. And I'll get into that. But reading can change your life in so many different areas. I'm going to save that conversation for discussion with Dom or Jim or both of them. Uh, I want to sit down and have a Zoom meeting with them that, that'll upload about how reading can change your life in so many different ways. Uh, and one specific one that I'll just mention quickly is in our day and age, with the, our cell phones and social media and all this, all these different companies that are competing for your attention, and they have they have industrial psychologists working on the best up to date like trends on how to manipulate your mind basically and get you addicted and and hacking your brain to 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 keep you in their in their loop and in their in their sales funnels essentially. Sitting down and looking at black words on white pages can do wonders for rewiring your, your brain and how your base level of boredom is. And it can change your attention span and just your appreciation of the world and your ability to sit with yourself, which is important. Uh, it's, it's absolutely incredible. So give reading a shot if you haven't. Um, you can start with whatever book is interesting to you. I think that's what's amazing about it. When I picked up reading, it was, I was going to say a summer ago, but it was two summers ago at this point. And that's one side point that we will get into in this discussion. Time moves very, very fast and you need to grasp it tight. You need to do what Ferris Bueller said and look around every once in a while because man, does it fly by. <laughs> okay. Getting off topic here. I picked up um, the book First Blood, which is what Rambo is based off of. So, um, you know, I'm sure the literary purists out there are like, what? And looking down their nose at that, like, that's a douchey book. You know, it's just toxic masculinity at its finest. It's not freaking Ernest Hemingway or, you know, Faulkner or anything like that. But David Morrell's First Blood it still remains my favorite book, probably because of the link I have to it being my first um reading experience that really got me into it and set off my reading journey. But it's honestly truly a fantastic book, completely um, different than the film in how it structures its narrative and how it's set up. It's more akin to like Warrior, that film where you don't know who to root for, Tommy or Brendan. In the book, you don't know whether to root for Rambo or Teasel. It's incredible. Pick that book up, but I need to shut up. And this is the problem with not having a script, I assume. Let's discuss Dalton Trumbo's Johnny's Got His Gun. This book is um, about World War I. I don't want to spoil too much. I will later, and I'll give you a warning. 
But for those of you who don't want to hear what happens, um, essentially this is a just let's say it's a book about World War One and a soldier within it. And as far as like a mini review real quick, the way that he crafts the reveal of what happens was my favorite part. Like that was my favorite bit. This guy is one hell of a writer. Dalton Trumbo. He's very famous, wrote screenplays. There's a movie about him with Brian Cranston. I mean, this this guy, the way he opens this book up, that's my favorite um, part. And it, once you know the subject matter, we'll get into that. The, this guy holds your attention in the in a manner you wouldn't think he would be able to, uh, in a plot that you think he wouldn't be able to. Sort of like a film in the vein of Loki, if you've ever seen that, where Tom Hardy's just driving in a car and it's one location the whole time, just a guy in a car. You're like, oh, how can that be interesting? This guy takes a similar, not similar at all, but that concept of, oh, how are we in the same spot and I'm going to be entertained? This book was downright entertaining and, and heart-pounding, gripping. The prose is incredible. I highlighted so much of this book um, for the craft itself, just incredible. Uh, and it does have anti-war messages, but that's not what resonated with me. That's not what hit me. That's not what stuck out to me. And that's not what I want to discuss here today. This book discussion, and the reason I say go pick this up now and, and read it during quarantine, is I think this is a very, not that it's applicable to now, but this book speaks to to the heart of at least me in this moment. Um, it It does hold themes that speak volumes to me as I'm stuck here in the house during the whole pandemic situation. So to get into spoilers real quick, if you don't want spoilers, I guess click off, but this video is kind of pointless for you. Um, and it's not too much of a spoiler. I think you can still enjoy this knowing what I'm about to tell you. The, the book follows a guy who is He's been blown up in the war, and he doesn't have his arms anymore, his legs anymore, his eyes anymore. He doesn't really have his face anymore. He can't hear. He can't see. He can't talk. He's just completely a mind stuck in some semblance of a body. This book is, on one hand, completely dark, and it, it just entrenches you in this ink of despair, and you are like, oh, oh, oh trying to claw your way out and you, and you think like at certain points you'll get a breath and be like, yeah, okay. But then the book just shoves you back down into that freaking murky abyss. And it is challenging in that sense and kind of drags on you in that sense where it's not an uplifting read by any means, but it, it is a read that'll make you more grateful than you've ever been in your life. I haven't been this grateful for my life. Um, since reading Man's Search for Meaning, or at times in my own life, or like when I got over my um, health crisis about a year ago. This will make you just cherish the world. This guy has lost everything, and he's stuck in his own mind, can't live, can't die. You know, he can't even kill himself. He can't even tell people he wants to die. He can't do anything. He's trapped inside. And you see this man clinging to all that is left. And it does two things that I think we can really take from and, and use in our world, especially when we feel despair. One, he 
looks back at his life and his memories. I'm going to say three things. So he looks back in his life and his memories. And for one thing, it makes you just, like I said, want to stop, take a snapshot in your mind and hold that bitch close to your chest because time moves rapidly and you have no idea when it's going to end for you. You have no idea when it's going to come to a stop, when you are no longer able to make memories, when you're no longer able to talk to that woman you love, when you're no longer able to see your mother, see your father. Life is not an inexhaustible well, as that famous quote says. We think that it is, but how many times in your life, how many more times in your life are you going to see the sunrise and the sunset? You don't know. Even if you live a long life, is it going to be 20 more times? 20 more times you get to see the sunset? Think about it. And this book definitely does that. It makes you think about that. It makes you want to hold tight to the images and the people and the places around you. It makes you want to love a little fuller, love a little deeper, a little stronger. It makes you want to be here now. And I appreciated that about this book. And the second thing that uh, I added, so now there's three, as far as him going back and, and looking into his mind, he makes a good point and something that you should think about when he says he was trying to He's like, if I could have remembered a book, I could sit here and read it from cover to cover in my head over and over again. But I don't know anything. I know nothing. I was a master of nothing. I don't have anything in my mind. And that's where the discussion of reading comes back in. Are you just going to fill your days with playing on TikTok? Are you going to fill your days with binge watching TV shows? Are you going to fill your days working for somebody else, fulfilling their thing, coming back and not having enough energy? and have nothing to show for it at the end of the day? Because on the day-to-day, it doesn't really seem like anything too wrong is going on, right? You're just, you're living your life, and now i got to relax. Now I'm living my life, doing my duties, got to relax. But if you don't take any time to stop, look outside, look in outward, uh, detached, and and figure out how you want to live and align yourself to that, you will just live by momentum into a life where you know nothing. And there's nothing in your head and there's nothing to show for it. And you are just simply existing. I forget who said this quote, but he said, so many people are afraid of dying. But what you're doing right now, is it much different? So it makes me want to really go after my dreams, my goals, and think about who I want to be and how I can be that person, not just on the aesthetics. Are Culture is obsessed with aesthetics and the looks of things. That's what I've always said about Instagram. I think that it'll, it'll have us stop at the perceived. Once we have the validation from other people, don't need it. I don't need to read that book because I took a picture of it. People think I read it. And it's, that's, that's a pervasive issue that, that seeps into all different areas. In fitness, I used to do this. I used to video my workouts and like put clips up on my old social media. And my workout was surrounded on taking that video and it wasn't much outside of that so I stopped at the perceived of of uh, fitness rather than actually just attaining my goal and doing a workout now the third thing that this uh, book brings up for me sorry about that little technical uh, issue here but the third thing it brings up for me is just having a pure sense of gratitude I I struggle with gratitude. If you see the first video I put on this channel, it was about what facing death taught me. And it was 
that lesson of gratitude that shoved itself in my face and said, you need to learn this. And then I immediately forgot it again. And I told you that in that video, it's like, as soon as I got my ability to walk again, I was like, oh, just walking. How you doing, baby? How you doing? Hey, how you doing? Didn't really care, you know? Didn't really put much thought into it. Didn't didn't have the gratitude that I should have. Um, and this book reminds me of that again. It's just like, there is so much good in your life. I know that things suck right now. I know that things are dark right now. I know that, that things might be worse than I know, right? I understand that I don't know. But this book illustrates that any life, this man's essentially a man speaking from beyond the grave. This is a dead man talking for the dead. And any life is worth having. Any life is worth living and loving. And there is something to hold on to. Um, it just makes me want to release some of that, not anger is too aggressive of a word, but release that, release that feeling I have that, that I'm some kind of victim or life sucks, you know? Because I do complain about more than I should. And I I do the whole filtering cognitive distortion, which I'll talk about on my Instagram soon because I'm going through the cognitive distortions. But I do the filtering. I just I hyper focus on all of the negative and I say, you know, oh, this is the worst. And like, look at this. We can't go like, we can't go to the movie theaters anymore. And we and we think about all these things with the pandemic and, and situations like that. But you forget how much you do have and how many opportunities it does. Uh, give you and grant you. And that's where this book uh, really helped me. It made me want to be more grateful and to, to pull the old Jocko Willink of good. We might be in, in crappy situations, but we have, we have an ability still, unlike this individual, to, to make something and do something about it. So for me, you know, I finished the draft of my first novel and I'm working on a, a draft for my second novel. And that's going really, really well. I'm really working on my craft as a writer. I'm reading more. Like I've read three books in the last two weeks. Um, I, I'm, I'm just trying to make more out of this time. And I think that this book definitely influenced that. And I appreciate you guys listening to that rant and ramble. Have you ever read this this book? Johnny's got a gun. Johnny's got his gun. Sorry. Uh, if you did, let me know what you thought of it. Let me know discussions that you would like to have about it. Definitely drop those in the comments. I, I love to have these kind of conversations. Let's be a book club together, baby. So comment, discuss this book with me, or discuss reading with me. What book got you into reading? Um, what are your favorite books? Just just let's talk, baby. Let's let's get a discussion going. And uh, if you like this, you know, give it one of those guys. Give it a like. Biggest thing would be sending it to your friend, getting the name out there, um, because. I'm very small still here on YouTube and that's okay. And it just takes time. But I do, I just not for my own sake of success or anything. I'm going to school to be a counselor. This isn't what I do. I just want to have more conversations. I want to meet more people. I want to have these, these discussions. So if you think anyone would be interested in this video about Johnny's got his gun, let me know and uh, love to talk to him. Love to talk to you. I will see you guys in the next one.